one of my most favorite poems that it that I really I really I do sometimes recite sometimes I do pronounce this has really been one of my most favorite poems and this poem it is been to my heart it is something you can call it to be as the terror of death or my eternal shout sometimes i it can reflect to me to say it but it is a reflection of such a thing that it gives me some courage to rejuvenate myself again and sometimes i get to be dropped it rejuvenates me dreadfully i am alone after the death of my mother in 2019 i do not know the society human beings slowly i have started to analyze started to realize more after her death i do remember my mother's words that sometimes she used to tell me the world the world is coming 
like I knew that they were my own but now I am getting something I can quote it where are the songs of spring ay where are they think not of them thou hast it thy music too while bird clouds bloom the soft dying day and touch the stubble plains with rosy hue then in a wailful choir the small gnats moan among the river sallows borne aloft or sinking as the light wind lives or dies and full grown lambs loud bleat from hilly bone hedge cricket sing and now with treble soft the red breast whistles from a garden craft and gathering swallows twitter in the skies a life before her death in 2019 on 7 february i had the book thanks to google has given an opportunity to recognize it separately the mortal fly eternal whispers i realize the differences between the two phases of life wretched words when she words with me it seems to me children of mist and melancholiness close bosom trained of the maturing sun conspiring with him how to load and bless with fruit the vines that round the patch the leaves run to paint the pels and moss cottage trees and filled all fruit with ripeness to the core to swell the gold and plumb the hazel shale with a sweet kernel to set budding more and still more later flowers for the bees until the thing the worm days will never cease for summer has overbrimmed their clammy cells my protective shale as she used to name it as a protective shale of a mother when i am just been alone to my study room where i do not allow anyone to come i remember i close my eyes and i remember everything what was the past where is the present i feel who hath not seen thee oft amid the stir sometimes whoever seeks abroad may find thee sitting careless on a granary floor thy hair soft lifted by the winnowing wind 
are on a half-drift furrow, sound asleep, drowsed with the film of puppets. While thy hood spears the net swap and all its twine flowers, and sometimes like a gleaner thou toast keeps steady thy lead and laid across roof, or by a side press, with a patient look, thou watchest the last woods in hours by hours. So to poem by John Kitts says. reality based on reverie on the aspect of the references express the truth underneath the poem crossing the bar so she had begun the poem i mean the poetic research with the lines but such a tide as moving seems asleep too full for sound and form now her answer begins that the entire poem hinges on the interpretation of the meaning of the title crossing the bar literally the bar refers to the sand bar which is a ridge of sand built by currents along a shore Allegorically the bar represents the boundary between life and death. She quotes Sunset and evening star and one clear call for me. The poem is all about crossing this bar between the sea of life and the ocean and the soul returning to eternity to meet the maker that is God. For though from out our bone of time and place the flood may bear me far analogically is a narrative which describes one coherent set of circumstances but signifies a second set of meanings in simple terms an allegory reveals a hidden meaning the poem crossing the bar at the first glance appears to be an objective poem that describes a voyage across the sandbar at the harbor's entrance into the sea it has a deeper meaning and every aspect of the poem works at two levels literal and allegorical and there may be no sadness or farewell the voyage is a metaphor for the final journey of man The poem begins with a description of a ship that is about to sail on a long voyage at sunset when the evening star is visible in the sky. The setting of the sun is symbolic of the old age of the speaker. Tennyson was 80 years and was recuperating from a serious illness. 
when he wrote this poem. When that which drew from out the boundless deep turns again home. The evening star, which is a guiding light for the mariners, is symbolic of impending death. The one clear call, which is the formal announcement before the ship leaves the harbor, is a signal for the speaker that death is nearing. The speaker wants no mourning of the bow, that no expression of sorrow when she puts out of sea. The bar refers to a reach of sand built up by current along the shore. Hence the bar is a metaphor for the boundary between life and death. I hope to see my pilot face to face when I have crossed the bar. It has been personified and given the human quality of mourning. The speaker wishes not to hear the forlorn sound of the waves crashing against a sandbar when he sets out his journey. It means that the speaker hopes for a gentle crossing out of the harbor, one without turbulence associated with mourning of the bar, that is, he wants to move gently from life to death without any fear. Twilight and evening bell, and after that the dark, and may there be no sadness or farewell when I embark. According to some critics, the word crossing has religious connotations. Crossing refers both to crossing over into the next world. Some people believe that the term crossing suggests the cross of Jesus, the transformational event that in Christianity enables people to be reconciled to God and reach heaven, which is beyond the earth's time and place. However, despite its strong Christian overtones, crossing the bar has a universal appeal to all people as everyone can relate to the image of the journey of life into death. But such a tide as moving seems asleep, too full for sound and form. Thus the poet comparing his dying to the departure of a ship on a voyage into an unknown sea feels no fear and no reluctance at the prospect of living life. He has completely surrendered his will to the force which will carry him away. He knows that his soul may be taken far from all he has ever known, but is confident that he will at last we see the God whose nature he could only infer while on earth. And there may be no mourning of the bar. Thank you.